0: This is episode seven with Magalie K. Ruse. She is a freelance content creator who is currently on a mission to explore different places, cultures and experiences throughout Canada. Welcome to 8 Billion Gifts. This is your host Sohil, a footballer, creative and student. On this show, we talk to all kinds of people to discover their stories, their mindset and their unique gift. Hey everyone, we got Magley in the house, and we're gonna be talking about travel, connecting with people, and living your best life. Magli is a content creator and former D1 soccer player that is passionate about travel, lifestyle, and amazing encounters. Her journey began when she received a full scholarship to play D1 soccer in the States while studying for her BSBA in marketing and digital media and journalism. She is currently growing her freelance business and is sharing beautiful locations to visit around Canada. Through her videography, she continues to inspire the love to explore, learn, and create. Her goal is to inspire women and men to get out and experience the beauty of Canada and to live the best possible version of themselves. Magli, what's up?
1: What is up, Sohail? Thank you for having me on this awesome podcast.
0: I'm glad to have you here. You've been doing a lot of crazy experiences. You just went skydiving. How did that go?
1: It was great. It was great. Definitely a bucket list experience for sure.
0: I went last year and it was by far one of the most eye-opening experiences for me because the perspective you get when you're just falling out of a plane and you get to see how small we really are compared to the world, it was just incredible.
1: Absolutely and I have to say it's definitely like that feeling of having a big fan blowing in your face but aside from that definitely the view from the top is always a pretty great one
0: exactly and you have you're doing so many of these experiences week in week out let's backtrack for a moment so you grew up in ottawa after you completed high school you got a full scholarship to go play in the states where did you study
1: i studied at the university of hartford so it's based in connecticut in the us
0: nice so you were playing there you studied finished school earlier this year you came back to ottawa And now you've been able to have all of these cool creative projects, you're traveling, you're collaborating with different companies and people take us through how that all got started and that transition from the States to Ottawa to now working on all of these creative projects.
1: Oh, wow. So let's, let's dig deep on this one. Definitely moving around has definitely been a a key part of my life and being able to adjust in different environments. And so obviously growing up in Ottawa, it was great, you know, it's a small hometown, it's it's home, right? I was playing soccer um, here with the, with the Ottawa Fury, and then eventually I got, you know, I got the chance to go and pursue a Division 1 sport, which is soccer, again, in the U.S. And while I was there, adjusting to that was definitely different, right? But it was definitely a, it was very eye-opening for me. I got to experience life on my own but surrounded with a lot of like-minded individuals i got to really grow and see a different culture it may not be as different as canadians but definitely different on its own and adjusting to all of that growing up there or continuing my career over there as much as i loved soccer i realized that soccer kind of started to become more of a job and that's okay sometimes sometimes you have to you have to understand that you know as a scholarship athlete, sometimes you got to do what you have to do to pay the bills, right? And okay. as much as I still love soccer, it wasn't necessarily my biggest passion anymore. It became a job. And that's okay. My biggest passion actually ended up being videography, which I kind of fell, in, fell into without even knowing. And through that, it, it really started to open my eyes to something, a new project. And I've always loved, you know, when I had my camera and everything, I always loved to travel around. New York City was just an hour and a half away on a bus. So I would just go to New York City and try to be inspired and meet different creatives. I tried to talk to like three new people every weekend. And it was amazing because it really opened my eyes to seeing ambitious individuals that are just going after their goals. And that inspired me to do the same. So again, I was very much like a newbie when it came to videography, I really loved it. I had no idea how to start. And meeting those new people and being able to just kind of put myself out there and say, you know what, it doesn't really matter. I know I'm a beginner. I don't have to impress anybody. I just want to learn. And continuing with that, I want to learn mindset has really helped me to elevate anything that I do in life. Is accepting that I won't be perfect even though I do have some trouble with perfectionism, but it's always being in that mindset to speak to someone new because you never know what they know and they can always teach you something. And I brought that exact lesson everywhere with me. So after, now that I've graduated university and I moved back to Ottawa because of COVID reasons, it was kind of difficult to get back home and say, oh, wow, like I worked so hard to leave this hometown to go and pursue something big and eventually... I wanted to move to New York. But now that I'm back in Ottawa, it almost felt like I took a step back. And I didn't realize the, the opportunity that I had around me until I actually revisited that mindset that I had in New York City, which was be a learner. So when I was in Ottawa, and actually currently, I decided, you know what, I don't know this place as much as I actually do, or I, as much as I think I do. And I want to explore, explore locations. I want to go see places. So instead of looking, for inspiration or people recommending me to go to see these places, I told myself, you know what, I'm gonna learn Ottawa and I'm gonna be the person that's gonna tell everybody where they should go and what's the best spot to check out. And that's kind of where the journey began is again, putting myself in that mindset of I wanna learn to the point where now on TikTok, all I ever do is just go around to new places and share that those, share those informations for other people so that they can learn And hopefully they can enjoy the locations that they go to and all of that just kind of applies it's almost like a a snowball effect with everything else i do
0: that's such an empowering mindset to have wanting to learn because in any situation there's always something to be learned whether it's from a person whether it's from a situation and when you came back to ottawa if you had the mindset of just oh, it's Ottawa again, I already know everything about the city, you wouldn't have had all the incredible experiences you've had in the last couple of weeks and months. So it's been amazing that you've been open-minded, you've been traveling to so many different places and not only local places, I know you've also gone to Lebanon, you've gone to Italy. So you've been to so many different countries and every place is unique. What would you say are some of the life lessons that traveling has taught you?
1: Travelling has a big place in my heart, and to be honest, as much as it is about the locations, travelling really taught me the importance of connecting with people, at the very core of it. Because there's beautiful places everywhere you go. I didn't even know, I, I thought that I had to go and travel to Lebanon or to a different continent to really explore and really find myself happy in a new adventure. When really, I actually realized that some of the best adventures I went on were 30 minutes away from my house. Yeah. So all that to say is the location doesn't necessarily matter. You can travel the world and you will just find out that at the... You'll realize that at the end of the day, it's not really the location, it's the people and the stories that come with every person that you meet. So that's something that travel really taught me. It's that there's beauty more than there's beauty more in the view that you see, but it's the person that's looking at the view beside you. And that person right there can really tell a story that will blow your mind. And I think that's, that's exactly it. That's what, that's what travel taught me. It's enjoying the little moments and enjoying the people that make those moments.
0: Interesting. There's so much to get out of people, the different cultures, the different ways they live their life. And again, approaching it with that, what can I learn? mindset when you do go to a new location or even if it's something very local there's always going to be people around there and if you can approach it with what can i learn from this person or even what can i learn from this place right tying in the place with the experiences now there's a quote that says things end but (laughs) memories last forever right how can someone create a lasting memory
1: it's very simple and i think that sometimes we overcomplicate it to create a lasting memory you have to be fully present because so many times we can be traveling around, and in the back of our head, we're thinking about, oh like what what am I supposed to do for my job when I get back? Is my phone going to is my phone going to blow up because of the messages I'm expecting from my doctor? You have to learn how to put those aside and live completely presently and it's not as easy as it is said, right it's definitely um It takes a little bit of practice because we live in a world that is filled with distractions. We have our phones like that are right on like always in our hands. There's always something going on. But the second and the moment that you're able to relax a little bit and control what's around you and really be present, that's exactly what a lasting memory is. But most importantly, it's having that mindset that you're gonna have a good memory before it happens you go into a situation with an open mind great things are going to happen to you
0: being intentional is so important like when you're about to go into an experience if it's traveling it's traveling if it's going to your job going to your job if it's going to class it's going to class but being intentional about how you want to feel in that moment what you want that moment to be if you set the intention the chances of that experience coming to life increases so much more and I like that you talked about being present. I feel like we have so much input coming into our lives. You mentioned the phone, the notifications, our minds are always running, and there's so many thoughts happening. From your experience, how have you been able to stay present, and what can people do to be present and really enjoy experiences?
1: That's a great question. I, Especially for someone like me who kind of I always vlog, right? So I'm always on my phone. I'm always telling people this is where I am. This is the experience I wanna, I'm gonna be doing. And so it's funny because for a while I kinda had to juggle how do I maintain my presence on social media, which is what I do. And how am I able to put it aside in moments and then just really enjoy it and have fun with the people that I'm around. And it takes practice, it takes time. It's almost like telling myself, okay, you know what, I have to I I want to post on my social media. This is where I am. This is what's going on. And then after that, then I can shut it off and just go enjoy because I'm done with that task. So I always, for me personally, what I do is whatever I want to post, whatever I want to take, I do it immediately. And then once I'm done that task, it's no longer in my mind. That's when I can shut my phone off, put it on silent and go enjoy the moment. So it's, it's not, it's never about completely disregarding your phone. It's understanding that this is the world that we live in. We all have our phones. We all want to document. We all want to take awesome pictures and videos. But it's understanding that there's a time for it. And then there's a time to really enjoy where you are.
0: And all that comes with practice. The more Absolutely. you do it, the better you get at it.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's turn you into Coach Magley for a moment. So let's say someone is about to go on a trip. This is more of a travel trip, not a tourist trip. And they want to learn. They want to really experience that trip and make the most of it. What advice do you have for them to make the most of that trip and to learn and to meet new people and to really get the most out of that trip?
1: It all comes back to the mind. As much as you can plan, which is always great. It's great to have a plan. And as much as you can just go and wing it, it all comes down to your mindset. Because at the end of the day, even if you plan, nothing will go or not everything will be perfectly in place at the right time. It's funny, I actually went to Montreal um, the other day with my friend and I told him, hey, listen, we have to hit up all of these locations. I put them on a list. I said, we got to go here and here and here and we have to make it to this one because I want to get everything in one day. And he was all for it. And we went, we woke up at like 5 a.m. and we left. But... We realized that the first location was closed because we were too early. We like, okay, next one. Next location was actually busy. There was too many people. I couldn't exactly get the proper shots that I wanted. So we went to another location and it just kept trickling down to none of them or at least half of them not working out. And at the end of the day, it's easy to be upset to say, you know what, wow, like half of those locations really didn't work out. Or somewhere along that line, like, my trip wasn't the best. And then there's another part where you can say, well, you know what? We didn't miss much. We just skipped these locations. Let's go to the next one. Or let's let's just find, like, oh, look at this view. This is nice. Let's just stick with this one. Being able to go with the flow is so important. And when you're able to go with the flow, that's when your mind can relax. And whatever when your mind is relaxed and at peace, that's when you can really do whatever you want. When you're anxious, that's when you start to lose focus and you start to you start to overthink everything around you. And that obviously takes away from, once again, living in the present.
0: That's some great advice. Now, I want to get into some quick practical tips for people who don't have a big budget but want to travel. You've gone to so many different places. What are some tips you have for people who are traveling on a budget?
1: Make it fun. Make it different. So it's it's very easy to say, I want to, um, I have a budget and I really want to go to this beautiful mountain, but it's so far away and I know that gas isn't enough. I don't have enough money for gas to get there, but have you ever tried to take a sunrise mission to maybe somewhere around like a, maybe a mountain locally? Because the time of the day is actually very interesting as well. It's all about the journey and the experience. A lot of people can say, oh, I want to go see this amazing view that's like 20 hours away by car, but I can't do it and now I'm missing out. Nothing's fun." But when was the last time you tried to wake up at 4.30 a.m. and you're so tired, but you're so excited because no one's awake. You know, you're, you're getting your, you're changing, you're putting your outfit on and you're, you're going, maybe you're doing a little picnic for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and all you do is you go 30 minutes away. And you enjoy sunrise all on your own you see the prettiest sun come the prettiest sunrise it's pink you have a little picnic in the morning but that's the same experience that you that's the same thing you're gonna have even if you went to that mountain 24 hours away it's not about the location and it's never about how much the money that you need to spend on a luxurious hotel these are all experiences but sometimes when you're on a budget it helps you to be more creative with how you can live that experience. And I would almost argue that that sunrise mission is almost as good as that Mm 24-hour car ride to this amazing mountain.
0: I agree. Sometimes it's not what you're actually doing, but the meaning you attach to your experience and to the events. And there's always ways to make and experience more magical. And I just want to emphasize that every moment is magical. And if you approach it with that mindset, again, going back to mindset and being intentional about whatever it is you're doing, even if you're just starting a regular day at work, what is your mindset? If you can start with this day is magical, but now how can I create a more magical?
1: Exactly, took the words out of my mouth.
0: Yeah, so you're in this creative field, you try and collaborate with companies, It's this constant battle of expectations and then reality. You have these big plans. They don't go according to plan. You have these setbacks that you need to overcome. And it's an interesting process, but sometimes you fail or there's a setback and you get down on yourself. What has been one of your biggest failures and what did you learn from it? Great
1: question. My biggest failures. I honestly... Try not to focus too much on my failures. And I know it's a different thing. I think it's important to recognize when you fail and then work on that. But I honestly believe that the moment I fail, it's about understanding and being more aware of why I got to that point. It's never really the result of failing. It's what got me. What are those steps that got me to that point? And to be very honest, at this moment right now, I can't really think of something that I really failed at. um, Because I honestly always bring it back to the process. It's always about the process. And it really happens like to, I can't
0: even. I think the reason you probably can't think of major failures you've had is because of your mindset around it. You don't take that failure as- I
1: don't. I failed
0: and I stopped. It was a learning experience. I got something out of it and now I can use that to move on to my next trip to move on to my next project. And to me, whenever failure happens, it's exciting. Of course, you're going to feel down if you had a plan, if you had a goal, it didn't work out. But it should be exciting because there are answers there. Like you said, what led to that happening? What led to that plan not going according to, to your plan? And if you can really dive deep into the steps and what happened, you can use that as a learning experience to then move on to your next experience. And if you approach it with that mindset, I think you are... I think you have this shield around you and you can get through anything and you're just going to keep learning. And that's probably why you don't think you've had failures and you've definitely had moments where things didn't happen. You've had these setbacks, but it's just been having that empowering mindset that got you through it. And again, process focused. It's part of the process and every failure gets you closer to those experiences and the goals that you want to have.
1: That's exactly that's exactly how I would say it. It's It's funny because I never stick to something I failed it really it just never sticks in my head because in my eyes no failure is really a a failed it's it's nothing you don't really fail anything it's you just learn something and again it's it's really that mindset that I I really like cultivate is that I never look at things as if I you know I got an f on it or it's over there's no hope in it I always look at it as okay what's the next opportunity like what did I do at this step that I can just change at the next time when I do it again. And i it's funny because actually that probably taps into maybe a struggle that I have. A challenge that I may have is perfectionism, right? And we spoke earlier about a YouTube channel that I wanted to start. And it's funny because I've been wanting to start this YouTube channel for two years now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And and I listen, like, you know I'm in the creative field. Yeah. I walk around with my camera all the time. I definitely have vlogged. I I have all the footage to start this channel. But a challenge that I have is perfectionism. I want if I'm gonna start a channel, I want it to be great. I want it to be quote unquote perfect. But we all know that is not happening. That is not that's not (laughs) how life works. And that's actually, I wouldn't say a failure because I'm still working towards it. It's a challenge of mine that Mm -hmm. I'm consciously that I'm consciously aware of and I'm mm-hmm. correcting the steps and working closer and closer to finally starting it. It's by, you know, putting goals in and understanding that I might need a little more time to get more comfortable with everything, but still working slowly and closer to achieving that goal of mine.
0: Again, it's a mindset. It's mm-hmm. You have that mental block on you right now, but approaching it with the, what can I learn here? And if you take on the identity of a learner and knowing that this is going to be a process, then you're going to get to a point eventually where you're not going to be that perfectionist. And I think with perfectionism, there's pros and there's cons, right? You're going to make these amazing productions. And sometimes you pay attention to the details, which are good because details are needed in some cases, but other times it limits you from putting content out there. And it limits you from doing the things that you really want to do because you might think that they need to be perfect when they really don't. And this actually, this brings me to my next question, which I'm really excited to get your answer on because I know, so you post a lot on social media. You, You post all these stories of going to your experiences and you don't only post the good parts, but you also post falling off the scooter A couple days ago, you post, you post, you're getting embarrassed. You post funny moments. And with posting so much on social media, do you ever care about what people think of you? Or are you just focused on being your authentic self and are able to block out that noise?
1: Great question. I'm so happy you asked that question. Yes, 100%. At the beginning, I actually, if there's one challenge that I used to have when I was younger, is that I cared too much what people thought of me. Okay. And I... Developed this perfectionist side where I just wanted to be, you know, picture perfect, you know, have the high grades, get the G1 athletes, get the scholarship, be this A-level student and person when you meet me in super professional. And then I realized it takes away so much of who I really am inside. Nobody really knew my personality. They just, I felt like I always identified myself by my credentials. And then it really took me a second to think, you know what, like, no one cares, right? I'm, no one really cares at all. And deep inside, I did it to fit in. I did it to feel like I was good enough with all, you know, getting those grades and everything. I wanted to make myself feel like I'm good enough. So I would be a very high achiever until I realized that I don't need anybody to validate me. I know I'm good enough. And I know that. I know that I, I produce great videos and I'm still learning and, I, and there's only so much more that I can do. So I thought, you know what, like, personally, I love having fun and no one's perfect. I can easily continue to, to, you know, build my resume or, you know, build those skills that I want to. But that doesn't mean that I can't show the embarrassing moments. It doesn't mean that I can't smile or dance in front of the camera, even though I know I'm a terrible dancer. (laughs) It doesn't mean that I I have to suppress that side of me. If anything, it means that I can do whatever I want because I know that deep inside, I'm on track to fulfilling my goals. And while I'm on this journey, I'm allowed to have fun and I'm allowed to show people that it's not about just putting your head down and being serious and achieving everything and doing this and that. It's honestly about enjoying the process And so, by documenting those moments on social media, actually, that helped me to get out of that comfort zone of hiding my real personality, of hiding, you know, those embarrassing moments. And instead, it it got me to just put it out there. And it was tough at first because I I would put it out and then I would delete it right away. Yeah. Put it out, delete it right away. I'm like, oh, I don't know if people are going to. And then eventually, it just became part of me. I just, I put anything. Anything that I think is funny or I, I think I'm having fun. It doesn't really matter. I just put it out. And at the end of the day, I realized that it actually helps me more. It does. It, it brings more engagement. And that's all yeah. I really want. I just want to engage with people. And so being your authentic self is the best thing you can do for yourself. And that's coming from yeah. somebody that <laughs> tried to please people when I was younger and has have come to the point where I really don't care at all.
0: And what's funny about that is when you are your authentic self, not only are you going to be in a more happy and fulfilled place, but you'll find that other people actually like you more for really being who you are, for being this fun person, for being this person who messes up because everyone messes up. But if we can really just be ourselves and say what we want to say and do what we want to do, you'll, you'll get into this place where you're a lot happier. And I know it's A process for you with with not caring about what other people think but what's your take on how someone can cultivate the mindset of being focused on themselves and not caring about what other people think
1: I would say two things the first thing is spend a lot of time by yourself and I say it in the most genuine and in the most like it's the best experience you can have and I think it's crucial because once you spend time by yourself You don't search for anyone's validation, but your own. The more you spend time by yourself, you get the chance to really get to know yourself. You get to know your flaws, you get to know what's good and what's bad within you. And eventually you become very secure in who you are, that you really don't need anyone else to tell you anything otherwise. A lot of people like to put labels on us or they like to maybe give us advice and that's great. But sometimes our advice that people give, like the advice that people give, sometimes it's coming from their perspective, right? But the best advice that you can ever get is from yourself. And that only comes through being self-aware. And I can't, I cannot stress on that so anymore. You have to be very self-aware about yourself. And that's when real change happens. Once you know everything about yourself, you don't need to know, you don't need anybody to tell you anything. And you don't, You start to not care what people think of you because you're so secure in who you are. And the second thing I would say is look yourself in the mirror every day and literally tell yourself that you love yourself. Give yourself affirmations. Walk, you know, walk down the street and just talk to yourself and say, hey, like today was a good day. You know, make a friend within yourself. And I think that is a, a big step towards just being authentically you
0: that's good advice let's let's end <laughs> off with a little bit of fun sure <laughs> so let's say a travel ag- a travel agency comes to you
1: okay
0: and they're looking for an influencer to go and travel the world you can go anywhere you want to they'll pay for your hotel they'll pay for your flights they'll pay for your food everything is covered and they come to you okay and you have 60 seconds to sell yourself for this position why would a travel agency recruit Magali?
1: Well, first of all, I'd like to say that I won't be an influencer. I'll be a content creator. And the second thing I would and say And quickly is,
0: specify what the difference is for people listening.
1: Well, I mean, personally, I, I'd rather be more of a content creator. Um, I think that as, as a content creator, I want to highlight the journey. I want to highlight the story. Influencer, it's almost like I'm only here to represent a certain story or message or anything. I feel like content creator has more freedom of creativity that's attached to it. So that's just one thing. But the second thing, and I think the selling point would be, I'm able to highlight a destination through the eyes of a normal person. And I would take this to a different level by showing the complete and raw experience of what it is to really travel to. Let's say the destination is Hawaii, to really travel <laughs> to Hawaii. And I would do it in the most authentic way. And if I would be the person in front of the camera, well, I'm going to show you the good and the bad. And I'm going to show you the parts yes. where maybe I fall off of a, a motorcycle, hopefully not, but maybe if yeah. I do, you know, or maybe if I, I try to go surfing and I miserably fail, that's okay. I think that the power that I have to showcase a, this destination, which is Hawaii is strong because I'm able to show it in the most authentic view that. A regular traveler, which would be most likely the people that you'd want to sell this location to, would experience.
0: Well, I'm happy to say you got the job.
1: All right, where do okay.
0: we go? <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> okay, what's next?
1: What is next? Well, I have to start my YouTube channel. Yes, you do. But what's more exciting, in my opinion, is. And the by Vancouver.
0: the way, by the way, we're going to get to Vancouver, yes. but starting today, we're going to do the accountability thing. Yes. So one video a week. As soon as this podcast is done, it's being uploaded on your YouTube channel and mine.
1: Oh, boy. All right.
0: You ready? Let's
1: do it. Let's, Let's do it. We're going to have to shake on it. We're definitely going to have to shake on it. Okay. Maybe a contract. Maybe a contract.
0: I'm in. What's I up think. with Vancouver?
1: Um. Well, actually, I don't think it's Vancouver anymore. I think it's Banff, but still oh. very similar. Banff
0: is the one with mountains and exactly. the like, lake like, and, everything. Oh, and everything. Oh, wow. That's a nice place oh, to yes. go.
1: Oh, yes. We're going to be spending roughly between nine to 11 days hiking everywhere in Banff documenting everything definitely making a lot of location TikToks for sure but that's where YouTube is really going to start to come in place I'm really going to try and get myself to break those comfort zones and really start posting on that channel but I'm so excited I've never been to the west coast have you been to the west coast I haven't been so it's i'll definitely uh, be giving you the tea on how it's like over there
0: yeah you better upload youtube videos so i can check them out and get to see what's on the west (laughs) coast that's
1: where you come (laughs) into place i will
0: (laughs) yes that's exciting i'm looking forward to all of the videos you're going to put out and for people who want to follow along and check out those videos and experiences where can listeners connect with you online and check out those videos
1: Definitely. So I am very present on Instagram and TikTok and very soon will be present on YouTube. But my username is Magali K. Ruse. So if you would love, I would love to see you all um, follow me, but most importantly, engage with me on those platforms. And I'll be sharing so much of my experiences with all of you.
0: Amazing. Magali, thank you so much for coming on and have a great trip and
1: Thank you, Sohail. Always happy to be on this amazing
0: podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the 8 Billion Gifts podcast. Check out the links in the description if you are looking to get connected with this week's guest. This is a great platform to expand your network, connect with people who come on and to learn something new at the same time. Stay tuned for next week's episode featuring a new story and mindset. In the meantime, keep learning, keep growing and have an amazing day.